It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction Company. From the first dig to the last nail, woman-owned, small minority business, McAllen Construction. And by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We are putting this podcast together on Sunday, January 3rd, 2021. It's our first podcast of the new year. It is a special edition podcast. And Brad, first of all, let's begin by wishing our audience, and of course, I want to wish you a happy new year. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Happy new year to you and Susan, and happy new year to our uh, podcast audience. Appreciate you. You got it. Now, one of the reasons, the fact, the reason we are doing this uh, special edition is because there is a there is a system or systems on the map which could impact Connecticut in some way, shape, or form. We've got advisories out there. Uh, what's going on as far as the latest? Well, Dan, we're uh, New Englanders, so we don't want to make too big a deal of this, but we do have a winter weather advisory in effect. It goes into effect at 1 o'clock this afternoon, so... Uh, just about when the kickoffs are occurring on all your NFL football games. So about 1 o'clock this afternoon, the winter weather advisory goes into effect. I dispute that a little bit. Um, I would be more likely, if I were running things, to put it in effect between, say, uh, 4 and 7 p.m. But uh, it goes into effect at 1 this afternoon, and it lasts through 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. The winter weather advisory posted by the National Weather Service for all of interior Connecticut except the I-95 corridor. So uh, from I-95 down to the shoreline, there is no advisory in effect right now. But Dan, for the rest of us, a winter weather advisory is up. And while we're on the topic of the National Weather Service, uh, they are predicting um, nothing to uh, an inch or two for the I-95 corridor and uh, two to three inches for interior Connecticut. Um, I broke it down into these probabilities, Dan. You know, we like to do this to give the the folks an idea of the magnitude of the storm. And uh, I'll tell you, this is nothing like the December storm was. Uh, The chance of one inch or more, you can see it's as little as 1% around New London. So there'll be a lot of mixing and rain there and, uh, you know, just some coatings of snow uh, in New New London and and Groton and Stonington. The odds of uh, getting an inch of snow go up to one in three when you get to New Haven. But you come inland, the odds of getting an inch of snow are three out of four. And Waterbury is 75% chance of getting more than an inch. And up your way, Dan, uh, 88% chance of getting an inch of snow in Torrington. Now, as far as two inches or more is concerned, there's about a 40% chance of that in Norwich. It gets to about 50-50 in Hartford. And up your way, Dan, it looks pretty uh, pretty good. 73% chance of getting two inches or more in Torrington. And the chance of getting four inches or more of snow about 28% in Torrington and about 28% in Putnam. So I like doing this. It kind of gives you the idea of how much snow, you know, if you were a betting person, you know, what you'd put your money on. It looks like like something like, you know, up to an inch or so along the shore and maybe one to three inches through most of the interior. So by New England standards, this is not 
repeat, not a big deal. But I think it's significant because, you know, we've been in holiday mode and, and so forth. And, you know, everybody's going to be uh, heading back to work and school tomorrow morning, first thing. And uh, Dan and I just wanted to alert you that the roads could be slick and whatnot. And, you know, we just don't want people surprised by this. You know, just as an aside, and I don't want to get political here, but you mentioned the odds are when you give all of the snow inch amounts, snowfall totals, I never thought I'd live to see the day where we would be legally betting on sporting events. The day might come where we might be legally betting on weather forecast spreads. You just, you just never know. <laughs> well, I want the folks in the audience, you know, un, 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 unless uh, you know I go into severe mental decline or whatever, I want the folks in the audience, though, to remember to bet on me. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I love, you know, it's kind of like a, a challenge, and um, you know, when I was younger, much younger, I was an athlete, and I loved the challenge of, of hitting, um, you know, the pitcher against the batter. I, I loved that challenge, and it's, it's, it's kind of the same way in meteorology. You know, you can, you can strike out, you can hit a single, you know, you can hit a home run, you can just get lucky and bloop one over the infield, <laughs> Uh, you know, so it, it, it's it's kind of similar uh, feeling um, when when a storm plays out the way I think it would play out. Uh, it, it, it's kind of a good feeling. It's kind of like getting a big hit or something in a game. Well, the day might come where we'll be reading <laughs> the snowfall amount odds online or in the paper. I want to talk a bit about action carpet and floor covering of Simsbury, underwriters of the Brad Field Weather Podcast, and we are so appreciative that Action Carpet and Floor Covering underwrites our podcast. Action Carpet and Floor Covering is a full-service, licensed, family-run flooring company serving the region. In fact, it was founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake, Something you need to know, Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers offering brand name floor covering products in vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs, and tile, plus backsplash. Action Carpet and Floor Covering installs, plus offers professional cleaning services, and will repair water damage. And Action Carpet and Floor Covering does much, much more. In fact, they want their customers to be so satisfied that they want to be considered the go-to company. They want their customers to consider them as the one and only floor covering company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406. That's 860-651-8406. Or go online at action-carpet.com. That's action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full-service flooring company. Let's take a look on the weather map. Do we have a system? Do we have systems uniting? What's going on here? Yeah, it's a, um, it's a fairly uh, small system right now, Dan, but we've got low pressure off the coast of Maryland right now, kind of in its formative Phases, and we've got high pressure in upstate Maine. And remember what I told you, this is, um, it's, it's all about having a cold air source and having a moisture source. And you put them together and you can get a snowstorm. So the high in northern Maine is the cold air source. 
and the low off the coast of Maryland is the moisture source. And it looks as though this low is going to take a track that'll come close enough that'll bring the moisture up into the cold air and give us snow. Uh, by 7 o'clock this evening, that low off Maryland should have tracked to off Atlantic City, New Jersey. By about 1 in the morning, the storm will be at sea off New Jersey but south of Cape Cod. And then uh, by 7 in the morning, it looks like the low will be just to the east of 4070. And, you know, 4070 is what we call the benchmark where storms go that we get our biggest potential snow. But this, again, is not a big storm. So it's going to be tracking that way. So I do think that we'll see some snow. But here's where it gets interesting, Dan. 7 p.m. Monday, the low is south of Nova Scotia. 7 a.m. Tuesday, the low is south of Nova Scotia. 7 a.m. Wednesday, the low is south of Nova Scotia. Now, why am I going to ask you what the heck is going on there? You got any guesses? Well, I'm wondering, because you talked about this in our previous podcast, is the Greenland block (laughs) reemerging? That's exactly what it is. And it's not going to happen with this storm, because this storm is going to stay weak until it gets biased, just barely enough that we're not going to be under its influence. But it is going to stall, it appears to me, south of Nova Scotia, and sit there for a few days. Now, if you project this out to, say, mid-February, and a storm is coming up the coast, and, and say it gets to south of Nantucket or near that 4070 benchmark, and it stalls there for a few days, we are talking a blockbuster potential. So uh, this is interesting to see this uh, Greenland block in its formative phase. We were talking about this on the podcast last week, where we're starting to see things coming together that could possibly lead to this type of pattern. And more and more, when you get that ridging over Greenland, you will get uh, troughing uh, here, upstream here, over the east coast of the United States. And then we have that ridging over Greenland. So if we have the troughing here, we'll be able to get some of that Arctic air to finally bleed down to northern Canada, come down to eastern Canada, and establish itself into New England. So we're, we're starting to see all of this uh, play out. So if you're a snow lover, um, I said it last week on the podcast, hang in there, because I do see the potential setting up for a nice, nice weather pattern of cold air, in the vicinity, Arctic air in the vicinity, and uh, a favorable storm track. Now, as you mentioned before, this is not going to be a major storm by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, how about the the models? Is there any dispute in the various models as to the storm? Well, I would say the, the biggest dispute I saw, Dan, was with the European model, uh, the European model, and I, you know, you know that I like the European model, but you also know that I live in Granby. <laughs> and the European model gives the least snow of all to the state, to Granby. <laughs> they, give, um, they give about an inch of snow to Granby and Suffield, and then they give the most snow for interior New London County. And when you think about it, it makes sense, because 
the the storm is track is weak. It's tracking toward forty seventy, but it might even go east of there. So th- it would argue that the farther south and east you go, the closer to the storm center you are, the more likely it is that you would get snow. So the European is, has got like about an inch in Granby and Suffield to about two to four inches through interior New London County. So that's the uh, European model. Uh, the GFS model has about an inch or two at the Massachusetts border, um, the, that's the GFS for, for Bradley. Uh, we'd say one to two inches is what the, uh, the uh, GFS is generating. Uh, the NAM uh, pretty much generating the same amount near the mass border, one to two inches, something like that. Uh, now, in Groton, let's go down to the southeast corner of the state. The GFS has about an inch of snow total with rain mixing in. So that would cut down on the accumulation, keep it around an inch in Groton. Um, the NAM has about an inch to an inch and a half of uh, snow in the Groton area. Uh, Waterbury, uh, the GFS has about two inches of snow. Uh, the uh, NAM has about two to three inches of snow in the Waterbury area. So uh, there, there's a little model discrepancy, but... Uh, overall, Dan, it looks like uh, pretty much looks like one to three inches for interior Connecticut, with up to an inch of slush along the uh, immediate Connecticut shoreline. Well, Brad and I are so excited to welcome back as one of our underwriters to the Bradfield Weather Podcast, McAllen Construction of Prospect, Connecticut, a full-service construction company servicing the entire state for over 25 years, engaging in residential and commercial building projects. Also, McAllen Construction handles snow removal and... We are getting some snow, that's for sure. McCallum Construction is on call 24-7, 365 days a year. Utility construction, site work, water and sewer repairs, and installation. Something else you need to know about McCallum Construction. McCallum Construction is a woman-owned, small minority business, licensed with the state of Connecticut, and insured. Licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer, utility, carpentry, excavation, and snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. Call McAllen Construction today, 203-758-3474 or go online, McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. Now, before we go to the hour-by-hour timing of this storm, one of our listeners wanted me to ask you a question. How come it seems, at least so far this season, most of our storms come late in the day, into the night, and overnight? Uh, that's just a coincidence. Uh, that that's just a total coincidence. I mean, it, it obviously uh, downstream from us, the 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 uh, the listeners or the viewers might be saying the exact same thing. Why is the storm coming uh, uh, during the the noon hour all the time? I mean, it it just happens to be a coincidence. Uh, I will say this though. Uh, obviously, with no solar radiation at night. 
Um, you know, if the, if the storms happen to come at night, they make a, it makes a big difference in the late winter and the uh, early spring. Uh, if you've got a, uh, if you've got a storm of, uh, say, uh, eight inch magnitude or something, and the temperatures were borderline right around 32 degrees, if you've got that eight inches of snow on April 1st in the middle of the night, you would get eight inches of snow. But if you had that the same exact conditions, but the solar radiation was bleeding through the clouds, you might end up getting three or four inches of cement, heavy, wet snow, uh, if the storm came during the middle of the day. So that's a good question. Solar radiation plays a big role, but especially when you get on the fringes of the winter season. Right now, the solar angle is so low that it really doesn't make much of a difference in the in the dead of winter. I will say this, though, and it's purely anecdotal. It seemed when I worked in morning radio, we would get these storms overnight, and I would be driving to the radio station in snow and sleet and everything. And then when I went to afternoon radio, it seemed most of the storms happened during the day. <laughs> but that was pu- that was purely anecdotal. There's no, no evidence. Anecdotal, but they're following you. <laughs> well, th- that said, and whether this storm is going to be following people uh, over the next 24 hours. How about timing it out hour by hour? Well, uh, this afternoon, Dan, we're just going to see some spotty uh, precipitation breaking out across the state. And I say precipitation because uh, as it initially comes in, I think it'll be sort of a mixed bag. But we are plenty cold at cloud level, and we've got the uh, we've got that cold high, the, uh, the cold air source up over Maine. So I do expect that it'll be primarily snow. So by four this afternoon, look for snow uh, across, the, certainly across your area, in the uh, northern half of Litchfield County, northwest Hartford County, it'll be snowing at four o'clock. Now, uh, still a chance of a little bit of a mix at four o'clock along the I-84 corridor, uh, maybe some raindrops mixed in with the snow, and I think it'll be primarily rain along I-95. But by the time it's dark and it's 7 o'clock, I think it's going to be snowing across all of the northern third of Connecticut at least. So let's say from um, generally Hartford's latitude and points north, I think it will be snowing um, at 7 o'clock. Uh, mixed south of Hartford and down to the shoreline, but I think it will be primarily snow. Uh, and as you get down to the shore... Um, and down to I-95, more and more raindrops mixed in. Uh, by 10 o'clock this evening, it's snowing in the whole state. Uh, the only place that there might be a mix is uh, from I-95 down to the Connecticut beaches. Uh, but this thing's quick. By 1 in the morning, the steady snow has moved to the Rhode Island border. Um, chance of lingering light snow through interior Connecticut uh, about 1 in the morning. And by 7 in the morning, I think there'll just be a few flurries coming down. Now, usually when these storms go by, we see rapid clearing, and then the sun comes out. It's beautiful. But I think we've got about three days, Dan, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, of kind of mostly cloudy, breezy kind of conditions where we could see some sprinkles every now and again or some flurries every now and again. And that's because that low is stalled. It's not moving away. So the cloud shield is going to be such that you know, if you go down to Greenwich, you've got the best chance of sun in the southwest corner of the state. If you go up to Thompson in the northeast corner of Connecticut, you've got the best chance of being overcast. So uh, it's because of the stalled low that we're going to see day after day after day of kind of gloomy conditions. 
But before we get to the forecast, what you're saying is this could be a harbinger of some big storms, correct? I think so. I think so. I'm seeing some some things that uh, we'll go into more detail on the next podcast, but um, we should talk in the next podcast uh, in depth on the crystal ball segment. We should, we should talk about the Greenland block, and we should... Uh, talk about a phenomenon known as rapid stratospheric warming that can occur up near the North Pole. And what that does is it breaks free the Arctic air and allows it to push south uh, across the globe. I mean, sometimes it breaks off and pushes south across Siberia, but other times it can break, break off the, the, you know, the coldest of the air and break it off and move it down through Canada. But uh, that looks like it's coming into play as well. So all of these things are happening that, as a meteorologist, they're kind of like red flags that, hey, down the road, you could be facing something pretty big. As the great sportscaster Keith Jackson used to say, Wawa Nelly. (laughs) (laughs) I I wondered where that expression came from. My my mom would say that uh, every now and then. Uh, and um, I, I saw it on Meet the Parents. Um, they were taking off from the restaurant, celebrating the dinner, and, and the mother in that one goes, Whoa, Nelly! Uh, <laughs> I wondered where that expression came from. Well, there you go. That said, as we okay. put this, and, and we're going to put a wrap on things, uh, but again, we're putting this podcast together on Sunday, January 3rd. And that said, Brad, how about giving us the forecast? Well, this afternoon, Dan... Uh, it's not going to matter to me because I'm going to be glued to football. Uh, but there'll be some light rain and snow breaking out across the state, um, trending over towards snow as we trend toward dark. Temperatures today pretty much in the 30s. Uh, overnight tonight, evening snow, a burst of snow, except along the I-95 corridor where there'll be a mix of snow and rain. And then uh, late night flurries. Uh, I'm predicting up to an inch of snow at the Connecticut uh, shoreline, one to three inches through interior Connecticut. And I've got in parentheses here with a question mark, Dan, morning delays. I do think there might be some school delays tomorrow morning. But if you're a young man or a young woman listening to me, I would not plan on a snow day. I think I think you will be, uh, you know, either doing your virtual learning or going into school tomorrow. Uh, temperatures overnight between 28 and 34. For Monday, it looks like a mostly cloudy day with some leftover sprinkles or flurries. Uh, Temperatures between 36 and 42. Uh, Best chance of sprinkles in the valley. Best chance of flurries in the hills. Uh, Monday night looks like a chance of some flurries. Temperature between 26 and 32. Tuesday, partly to mostly cloudy. There could be a rain or snow shower around. Temperatures in the 30s to near 40. Uh, Wednesday looks mostly cloudy, breezy, temperature in the 30s. And uh, Thursday and Friday look mainly fair, uh, temperatures in the 30s. Dan, the next uh, storm coming along uh, looks to be Saturday of next week, so six days hence. Uh, there, it, it looks like there's a little bit of a, a, a computer model a discrepancy on this one, too. Uh, The GFS brings it up as a hit on Saturday with snow uh, for Connecticut, but the European uh, 
does not even see the storm at this point. Uh, I, I saw some weak reflection of something off Virginia, but uh, right now it looks like the European would play it as a miss. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll update you with our regularly scheduled podcast uh, coming up later this week. All right. Uh, that said, Brad, we always like to thank our first responders who are on the front line. doesn't matter that we flip the calendar to a new year. They are on the front line every day, particularly during these challenging times. So a big thank you for all that they do. And to you and Sandy and your family and to all of our audience, have a great day. Well, Happy New Year to you and Susan Dan, and to all of our uh, listeners. Uh, we appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Brad. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service family-run flooring company, and by McAllen Construction Company, woman-owned, small-minority business. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail.